Micah chapter 5, verse 2, we're going to read from NIV. It says, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, thou, you, are small among the clans of Judah. Out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Once again, you are small, but out of you a ruler shall come out. Just I got a problem with that. Bethlehem, Ephrathah, thou you are small among the clans of Judah. Out of you will come for me one who will be ruler of Israel. You know, when I read such scriptures, when I was praying at the prayer mountain and I was uh, studying some scriptures, and one of the most important things that came in my spirit is how God looks at things. You know, at this period, most people right now, they think Jesus. You know, the whole world is celebrating Christmas. But they managed to divert Christmas into celebrating Santa. At this point in time, everybody's talking about Santa, kids, everyone. It's, not, it's no longer about Christ. It's about sharing of gifts. It's about uh, Christmas trees. That actually people cannot do Christmas. At, they need a Christmas tree in their house. But not God's presence. Are you here? I was with somebody two days ago, and he got a call. And I could overhear their conversations from the phone. And he dropped the phone, and I said, you look tense. What's the problem? He said, oh, I was talking with my wife. She was asking me uh, what would be her Christmas gift. I said, when was she born? He said, the 1st of July. I said, it's not her birthday. <laughs> Please. How do you look for gifts on somebody's birthday? <laughs> so what? What is this? How do you look for gifts? Like so obsessed. Oh, what would be my gift? I'm like, ah. Is it her birthday? He said, no. I said, ah. <laughs> Imagine how people have managed to divert the birth of Christ unto themselves. If anything, it's a moment to give gifts to Jesus. It's a moment to go and help the poor. It's a moment to do good and do something for the kingdom. But see what is happening now. We need gifts unto ourselves. On Christmas, it has completely been diverted. Now, see the scripture. The Bible says, you Bethlehem, 
amongst all clans of Israel, of Judah, you are the smallest. But out of you, I shall bring out a ruler. And God has this audacity. And he has this usual of looking at the smallest and turning it unto the greatest. Taking the nothings, the nobodies. Now you must understand what is Bethlehem. Bethlehem, Bethlehem, I want you to hear this. Bethlehem until today is the smallest town. Until today, you'll be hearing about Jerusalem. You'll be hearing of all these cities, um, uh, both from uh, uh, Palestine as well as in Israel. Because now, when, when, when the British Empire uh, was in control of the affairs of Israel, they divided Israel. Are you here? There was one prime minister who accepted that Israel must be divided. And this prime minister, this prime minister was the prime minister of Israel. He accepted that the land must be divided. So the other land is Israel and the other land is Palestine. Now, because he accepted that to be done, Bethlehem is no longer in Israel, but is in the side of Palestine. And immediately he did that. When he accepted the land to be divided, he went into coma. Eight years, he was half dead, half alive. Half dead, half alive. Because the Bible says, I shall punish everybody who shall divide my land. And immediately he did that. That's the moment even Britain, because him and Britain agreed to divide it. That was the moment Britain ceased from being Great Britain of those days. And it's no longer amongst the three superpowers in the world now. It's no longer there. Because God said, I shall punish everybody who shall divide my land. Oh, are you here, right? Yes. Now, so, so Bethlehem is the smallest town. And nobody says anything about Bethlehem. And God said, I will look from that, out of that small town. I shall bring out somebody big. Now imagine how God looks at things. Now I may have somebody here who out of your family or out of your community or out of where you do, you might be the smallest, the weakest. And God says he has chosen the weak things in order to shame they that are strong. Now, I'm talking to somebody right here, right? So, God has a tendency of changing small things and turning them into what? Into big things. He says, out of you, Bethlehem, thou, though you are small, but out of you. Out of you. Imagine where you are right now, sitting down like this, just, just like a nobody. And God says, though you are small. Though, though, though you are small. <laughs> Though your project is small, out of you. So when I look at Christmas, for me, it is so personal that I look at God who can change things that look too small and he can turn them around. I'm talking to somebody right here. Now we have people who be celebrating Santa and we have people who be celebrating the miracle moment. This is not the time for us just to be saying, we're celebrating 
oh, 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 I understand, I understand, I understand, I understand, I understand. Oh, and then they'll be giving sweets to kids, and kids will be dropping gifts, and all this nonsense will be happening around the world, and that's to the world, that is Christmas. And I fear that you, who are the Jesus nation, can also look at Christmas just, I'm not saying children celebrate, I'm not saying that, but I don't want you to see Christmas just from that perspective. I want you to go beyond it and understand that it is not just an occasion. It is not just an experience. It is a revelational moment when humanity meets divinity. I'm not talking to somebody here. It is a moment when you can actually meet God. You can actually meet the Savior. Out of you, he can bring out something big. Now, let's just look at this. Just look at this because we're about to pray. I'm just trying to, 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 to pause everybody into uh, an awareness, spiritual awareness. Get ready in this season. Be spiritual, alert, and minded because some things will begin to happen. Somebody who looks too small, the birth of Christ was to prove that those that seemed small, he can turn them into big things. So when I see Christmas, for me, hmm, I don't know, but I want you to hear this. Now, so Christmas, what's, what are we supposed to do on Christmas? Are we supposed just to um, um, be happy? You know, and I must never miss, uh, nobody should misunderstand me. I'm not saying you don't give each other gifts. I'm not saying that, oh, Papa said we should stop giving each other gifts. <laughs> never. Don't use it as an escape God <laughs> to give a gift to your husband. In fact, my wife is hearing also, so she will do something about it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's beyond. People have diverted Christmas into something crazy. Am I talking to someone, right? It's like it's about us. It's no longer about Christ. It's about gifts. It's about the Christmas tree. It's all about Santa. It's all about all these nonsense and activities happening in the world. It's beyond that. And it's so sad that the whole world is celebrating a whole different thing. The whole world right now is celebrating a tree. The whole world right now is celebrating lights. The whole world right now is celebrating Father Christmas. But it's beyond that. Can you imagine that? And now you who are of revelation of the Jesus nation, can you imagine you also being under the same trap of just seeing things from the eye perspective? This is your moment. In fact, you'll meet Jesus in this moment. I want to I wanna, I wanna show you. So the first thing we look at the birth of Christ. Are, are you understanding? What we see in the birth of Christ is that he will turn one look small, and out of that small, something great will come out. Now, number one. Number two we'll look at is, is the birth of Christ. Okay? Is it there to raise worshippers? Do you understand? That when Mary was told that Jesus would be born through her, she was not just happy. 
like how you guys are happy. In fact, if there was a person who was, who was supposed to be celebrating all these trees and all these Santa was supposed to be Mary. But when she was told of this good news, she did not celebrate that. The Bible says she worshipped God. You didn't hear me. Let's go to the book of Luke quickly. Let me just show you this. Hmm. I love this. Oh, praise be to God. Are you here? In the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 46 to 47, New Living Translation. And I want you to read this part for you. It says, Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. Oh, my goodness. Read again, my, uh, uh, my associate. Just read that. He says Mary, what? Mary responded, mm -hmm. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord. Did you just hear that? Amen. Can you imagine an angel speaks to this woman that out of you, Jesus will be born. She was supposed to be celebrating the baby. But she goes beyond that and sees the baby as her Lord. And she says, Oh, my soul praises the Lord. Now in verse 47, let me read it. It says, How my spirit. So it's the soul the spirit rejoices in my God, my Savior. What's happening now? People who are not even mothers of, of they're not even mothers of Jesus. They're too busy with the trees. Are you are you okay? Is everything okay here? Do, do, do you see how the Mary was celebrating the birth of Jesus? Her soul was praising God. Her spirit was rejoicing in her God, the Savior. The mother. And your name is not even Mary. At least my, my wife. Um, uh. Imagine on your name there's nothing like May or Ray. Imagine that. There's nothing. And so busy, like I'm so busy right now. I'm organizing. Uh, what are you talking about? Do, do, do you know? Do you know the meaning of Christmas? Do you know it's all we are all celebrating? Of course, it's not on uh, the December. It's not the actual date Jesus was born, and that we must be clear. Okay, it is not the actual date he was born. Okay, it isn't. But it doesn't matter which date he was born, but it was put as a memorial date. So since it's a memorial, we are remembering the day our Savior was born. Now when Mary was told about the birth, her soul praised God and her spirit rejoiced in her Savior, her God. What's happening with the people? Are they doing that? No. They are celebrating their gifts, celebrating their holidays. It's a moment for holidays right now for so many people. You must be very careful, my friend. We, we're, not, we're not of the world. You must know that we are different. We are not of the world. We are different. Come on, somebody say we are different. We are different. We're not. But what's happening now? The whole meaning of Christmas has been diverted. 
And people now are sitting on Christmas trees like, oh, yeah, 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 oh, you know, oh, it's crazy out there. So crazy out there. Number one, it's a moment God takes small things out of many great things and it takes the smallest and converts it. It's a moment that your spirit and your soul must worship and rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Let me show you something here that is very important. Are you aware that the people in Israel, the priests, the bishops, the great men of God in Israel, are you aware that when Jesus was born, they were not involved. But people who were magicians, who were worshipping stars, pagans, they picked that Jesus is born. And they did not come with, with, with the, with the uh, Christmas trees and, and Santa and all these nonsense. They actually came with gifts, not to each other. You need to hear me. They were not giving gifts to each other. They took the gifts to the owner. And when they went there, they didn't, they didn't just give the gifts. The Bible says, for we have come to worship him. Not to see him. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Am I talking to somebody right? Am I talking to somebody right here? Am I speaking to somebody right here? I love this. I love this. Now, check this. Hmm. In Luke 2, verse 13 to 14, New King James Version. Okay, let me read that for you. The Bible says, and suddenly, these were shepherds. Yes, sir. They were taking care of what? Of the sheep. Now, are you, are you here? They were taking care of the what? Of the sheep. Now, I want to see something here that is very interesting. And suddenly there was with an angel, I mean with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts. What were they doing? Come on. What were they doing? And suddenly there was with the angel... A multitude of the heavenly host. What were they doing? Praising God. Are and you saved. understanding this? These shepherds are taking care of the sheep. And guess what? Angels, when they were coming on earth, on all people, they were coming with a message. God says this about you. God is, but this time around, when they were coming to deliver a message to the shepherds that Jesus is born, they came praising. God, I'm talking to somebody right here. Yes. The way you are handling Christmas is completely wrong. This is a season you need to be on your knees. And praise God your Savior. The Bible says, hear this, praising God, saying, and I want to read this for you. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Oh my goodness. No, you didn't hear this. You didn't hear this. You didn't hear this. It says in verse 20. Hmm. 
Then the shepherds retained. How? Glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. It was taught of them. How did they retain? They were not giving each other ships to say, okay, now this ship is a gift to you. Take it. It's completely wrong. Com completely. Something's wrong about Christmas. Praising God. Are you, are you here? It's a moment to praise God. Not praising one another like, oh, you're wonderful. Merry Christmas to you. Oh, you know what? You've been an amazing person all this year. You have been so amazing to me. This gift, I wish you merry. Oh, praising each other. Can you imagine how Christmas has been diverted? Come on, it's a moment to worship God. It's a moment to worship God. You know, last year, God told me to, to fast on Christmas. You know, I don't know about this Christmas. I don't know. You know, but sometimes God can even tell you to say fast. Can, can you imagine that? God can say, so many Christmases have been fasting. Some Christmases, no. God will be quiet about that. He would feel, you know, messy. You have mess on me. But some Christmas, God said, don't eat. And you'll be sitting like this, everybody. You, they'll be eating as if it's, it's their birthday. <laughs> and you hear somebody. One way the shepherds doing, praising and glorifying God. When Mary was told about the birth of her own son, what did she do? Her soul worshipped God and her spirit rejoiced in her Savior. Are you, are you understanding what I'm talking about here? Are you here? In Matthew 2, verse 2, New Living Translation. Check this. So, so number one, Mary, what did Mary do? Her soul, the shepherds, worshipped. Now, we are, on the, we are now on the uh, wise men from the east. Now, check the scripture. The Bible says, where is the new king of the Jews? This, come on. We saw his star as it rose, and we have come. My goodness. We have come to do what? Have you noticed that anything to do with the birth of Christ has to do with the worshipping and nothing to do with the praising one another, giving each other gifts and rejoicing in trees and all these Father Christmases? I'm not saying they are wrong, but that's where the attention of the world has gone. People are worshipping Santa than Christ. People are worshipping trees than Christ. People are worshipping lights than Christ. And people are worshipping gifts than Christ. Jesus is nowhere to be seen. Anywhere. You go on TVs, anywhere else. It's all about events and programs. 
Come on, somebody say, I'm hearing you, prophet. I'm hearing you, prophet. Are you here? In Luke 2, in New King's James Version, you should read it for me. Uh, from verse 10 to 11, I want you to see this. Okay? This birth has to do with something. Luke chapter 2, from verse number 10. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of the great joy which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Read again. Luke chapter 2, verse number 10. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. For there is born to you, not with them. To you. It is a personal thing. Wait a minute. Come on. They are born. Somebody said, somebody said to me. Come on. Somebody said to me. Who's born? Now go, go on the scripture. says who... Who's born to me? It says, it says, uh, a savior. Who's Christ? Now, who's the savior? Look at this. Who is savior? Now, a savior is a person who can save you. I don't care what you're passing through. I don't care what you are going through right this minute. But the Bible says this savior is born unto you. What does that mean? It means that you're in a certain situation and then he's born unto you to save you from that situation. And this was said before. I said, can you imagine this season? It is a moment when believers need to know that they need to be saved from something. Come on, if you're a believer already, you are saved from sin. Jesus did that for you on the cross. But he's not limited. He can still save you from anything. I prophesy in the name of Jesus. Wherever you're watching me from, I prophesy that this season to others it shall be a day and a holiday. But to you, it shall be a moment of salvation. It shall be a moment you shall be delivered. It shall be a moment you shall be healed. It shall be a moment you shall worship the Savior. You shall praise the Savior. It shall be a moment you shall be remembered. It shall be a moment God will take you from nothing to something. It shall be a moment God will make a wonder over your life. If you believe, raise your hand and say, It shall be so. We're not, we're, not, we're not facing Christmas like any other person. We're not. It's a moment that the miracle has to happen to somebody. It's so personal. Christmas must be very personal. Where you are as we worship our King and our God. As we worship Him. Something has to happen. There must be a shift. 
If the mother, when she was told about the birth of Christ, she praised God. Who are you? If the mother worshipped, if the mother glorified, what more to do with you? If the shepherds praised God, if the magicians praised God, what more you were born again like you, spit filled like you, just celebrate like all other people in the world? Come on. You must be different. It's a moment to worship God. Can you imagine the mother, what you say? She didn't address him as my son. She she addressed him as my Lord. She addressed him as her Savior. And he was not yet born. I just want you where you are to start raising your hands and begin to worship God. Praise God for his salvation towards you. Praise God for thinking about you that he can send his son to be born for you. Let your soul and your spirit rejoice in the Lord. Praise the Lord, your Savior and your maker. Wherever you are, begin to worship God.
Come on, worship, worship. Clap your hands and worship once more time. Come on, just clap your hands and worship the King of Glory. Yeah, yes, where you are, just where you are. Come on, once more time. Clap your hands and just worship Him. Say, Father, I worship you. Thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your birth. I appreciate you. Come on, just do it once again. Yes, yes, just do that once again. Come on. Wherever you are, come on, just do that once again. Father, we give you glory and praise. We honor you. We thank you for your love. Our souls rejoices in you. 
our hearts rejoice in you. Mako raka vahadegebush. Perakia vahando kafradis. Our spirits praises the Lord. Karush. We honor you, Father. For this reason we gather here. All of us, our spirits, praise the name of the Lord. Put the hands for the Lord, somebody. Put the hands for Jesus. Put the hands for Jesus. Jesus.